This is episode number four of the Passion Minded Mom podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom podcast for business-driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Ruder, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Ladies, we are in a very interesting time right now. We've got the spread of coronavirus across the globe and now very much into the U.S. So I had a different episode lined up and already recorded for this week, but it was recorded before what is happening in the world right now. And I wanted to address the situation and deliver something that would be a bit more relevant and might help some of you through this challenging time. I'll be referencing this current environment, but... These tips can be utilized any time in your life when you're experiencing higher-than-normal levels of stress or where things may feel a bit out of control in your life. So right now, due to massive school closures and state and local governments as well as the CDC encouraging us to limit our movement in the community, most of us moms are having to manage the kids at home instead of them being at school. Many of us are working remotely instead of going into work. Some are still working their normal jobs, which is likely going to change very soon. Some have to work because they work in healthcare, and some are completely out of work. And all of that alongside the undercurrent of anxiety around staying healthy while the media delivers a constant feed of concern is leaving loads of us on edge, conflicted, worried, panicked. This has shifted some things in my world, and here's what's going on with my family. We have decided to keep my kids out of school. Right now is spring break for my oldest daughter, and her elementary school is closed, but they're also closed now through the end of March. We had alternate plans to send her and my littlest to preschool, which is currently still open this week. Regardless, we decided to keep them both home. I work from home fully, my work is 100% virtual, and I'm still working. It's very important to me that I still bring value during this time to my clients. And in some cases, I'm increasing my visibility and support to those clients. And as you may know, I'm a single mom, and I timeshare with my ex-husband. So he and I got on the phone this past weekend, and we decided collectively to keep the kids out of school, to reduce the risk of community spread, and to work on a plan to shuffle them back and forth between our homes. He typically travels for meetings and other work obligations, but all of that has been canceled or moved online. So he and I are working together on a schedule for the kids between the two of us while we make time for both of our work priorities and time with the kids. Many of you are having to have similar conversations right now with your spouse. Maybe you are now homeschooling, or both of you are working from home. Or for some, I know this has actually meant a layoff or a loss of work. 
So there are a lot of challenges and a lot of changes right now. Having the right strategies to manage your emotions and yourself through this can make it a bit easier and actually more productive. So let's dig in. Today, I'm going to give you five things that will help you manage the fear and chaos with some practical tips that you can do right now with your family from home. Number one, be kind to your mind. The messages we're being fed via media and social scrolling are undoubtedly swirling in your brain. Just reading a couple of posts of alarm regarding coronavirus, for me, I could feel the anxiety begin to take over in my chest. If this is happening to you and it's beginning to degrade your mental state, remove yourself from those triggers. Recognize that how you are feeling is a reflection of what you are consuming. Be disciplined in how you decide to consume information and what you're making that mean. Is it serving you? And if you're telling yourself that, no, it's necessary, I need to subscribe to the constant media feed, consider how different it feels when you step away. And recognize that as the circumstances of society and the world right now continue to unfold, Regardless of what you do or how much you watch, you can feel terrified or you can choose to feel calm and at peace. What's happening around us is going to be what it is. What you expose yourself to will affect the way that you feel through this. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go about your day with complete ignorance, but I am suggesting that you be mindful of what you are inputting into your brain right now. Choose wisely what you expose yourself to and how often. Consider limiting the exposure or the communication with others that isn't serving you. Practical tip number one, do a thought download, a brain dump of sorts of all the thoughts swirling around in your head. And alongside that, start a list related to gratitude. So take stock in the negative feelings you have as well as what you have to be grateful for. If you're listening to this podcast, you likely have a roof over your head and access to clean drinking water. Start there. Talk to your kids about it. Have them do the same. Ask them their thoughts and ask them what they're grateful for. Set an example that even in times of higher than normal stress, show them that they can rely on you to keep calm and productively work through the negative thought storm. Number two, be adaptable. We are all going through a phase right now where things are different than they were a month ago. Being rigid during a period like this is likely to create more of a problem for you. It's like in sports. If you resist the fall, it can leave you more vulnerable to injury. So lean into this setback. Be okay with disorder and a little bit of mess right now. Practical tip number two, choose your battles, especially when it comes to the kids. Be willing to let some things slide. Know what your deal breakers are, but understand that this is temporary. We don't know how long it's going to last. Embrace the messy. Number three, take breaks. 
Listen, guys, this is part of the human experience, and this is a tough time, but we still have to take responsibility for our feelings. So be aware of those feelings. Be aware of the waves of negativity or anxiety or fear. Feel them. Lean into them. Experience them. Acknowledge them and cry if you have to. But also be aware of the positive, the calm. Talk to a good friend. Know and enforce your boundaries. Practical tip number three, practice some self-care here. Guys, if you can, get out into nature. Meditate. Take a moment to do some stretching or some yoga. There are lots of free online resources right now. So notice when you're inclined to do things to escape as well or indulge in the negative feelings. It's not a surprise that during periods of high stress, us as human beings, many turn to unhealthy habits in an effort to avoid dealing with those negative feelings. So ask yourself along the way, is this habit serving me today? Will it serve me tomorrow, next month, in three months? What would happen if I chose something healthier right now to do instead of binge on another Netflix show or drink another glass? What I could do differently for my body or my brain to better it instead of numb it? And ask yourself, how can I practice strength and wisdom right now rather than responding to the panic by numbing it? Number four, problem solve. Stress and social isolation have been shown to hinder our cognitive ability. So as I suggested before, writing down and doing a brain dump of all of the fears, the thoughts, and the worry, and getting them outside of your body can leave room for more critical thinking. Curveballs require us to problem solve to our greatest capacity. So that being said, be careful with feeling like you can control others and focus on what's in front of you that you can do right now. What small steps you can take? How can you be resourceful? Because spending your precious time trying to control others will likely leave you feeling depleted and with more anxiety. So solve for what's right in front of you. Spinning in our brain with all of the unknown and the panic hinders our ability to think clearly. So be educated, but make your decisions from places that feel good, not that are riddled with fear and anxiety or what you can't control or what someone else is telling you you must do. Practical tip number four, in order to kick that cognitive thinking into gear, do something creative. Listen to some music. Try something that you don't usually make time for, especially with your kids. Consider what resources you do have instead of focusing on what you do not. Number five, ask yourself what you can learn from this experience while you are in it. This is a tough one, guys, but hear me out. So based on where the CDC states we are in the progression of this health issue, it may get a little bit worse before it gets better. Many will be faced with hardship and unforeseeable struggle because of it, but there will be another side. So practical tip number five, what have you learned already in this experience? 
What can you take away that you can control in your own life that would have made this a bit easier on you? Maybe it's a financial decision, a career decision, or change, a relationship decision, something with your family or a bad habit, your own health or other circumstance. There are likely some things that we have learned about ourselves going through this that have brought some things to light, areas where we'd like to see something different. And now's a good time to start brainstorming on how you want to move forward in a different manner. Oftentimes, life requires these unforeseeable struggles for us to be woken up, to reevaluate what situation we're in, what we've created for ourselves. Being faced with fear and anxiety over the unknown and other potential life risks can often lead to interesting transformations in people. You know, many people who face potentially life-threatening injuries or illness oftentimes overcome it with a sort of new lease on life. We see it all the time. I experienced it when I was diagnosed with cancer. When we get to the other side of the challenge, if we do survive it, we often see things differently. If you could go back to before this was an international pandemic, what would you have done differently in your life or your work or for others that would have offered you more peace, maybe more flexibility and more tranquility through this time? Understand that no matter what you're facing right now, right in front of you, there will be another side and things will likely look a bit different. What might that look like for you? If you opened up your mind to all of the possibilities, what might the other side look like? If you knew what it would feel like to get past this, what would you change today? What would you start putting in place right now? Who would you call? What would you read? What would you learn? How might you apply yourself differently in your work or in your family or in your life? What would you change? And while things have been upended somewhat, how can you take the resources that you have right now and use them wisely to set you up for a better future scenario? What can you dream, wish for, create right now so that you can hit the ground running when we do emerge on the other side of this? If you open your mind to a more positive place, what would that look like? Tensions are high right now, and it's important for us to find a way to manage through it with maturity. Keep yourself in check. I hope today I could be a source of some positivity during this difficult time, and I will continue to bring you value. That is my commitment to myself, my work, and to you. So everybody, stay home, stay safe, and stay healthy, and I will talk to you next time.